Are we having fun yet? The Miami Dolphins didn't just drop a 50 burger on the Denver Broncos. They won by 50. A 70 to 20 final score. The Dolphins 3 and 0 on the season, to which I ask for everything Dolphins fans have been waiting for for a football team. Why not us? You are locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, my FA. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. You can find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Shout out to our everydayers who do check in on a daily basis because it is your team every day. We don't just say it. We live it here on the Locked On Network. Welcome to Club Dub is the first thing I have to say to all of you. 70-20, to 20, the Dolphins are 3-0. and Their home opener in the books. We're going to talk about it here today on the show. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. There's some conditions that we got to go over with this football game because we have so many storylines to talk about. The Dolphins put up 70 points in a football game in 2023. The previous franchise record for points in a single game for the Dolphins franchise was 55. They romped past that number. We'll talk record-breaking performances in segment two. But just digesting everything that this football game had to offer. From a game script perspective, the Dolphins finished with 30 first downs. They went five of nine on third down. They ran 71 plays for 726 yards of offense in excess of 350 yards, both passing and rushing in the football game unbelievable performance for the Dolphins. 43 rushes for 350 yards, averaging 8.1 yards per attempt. Six for six in the red zone. You got three turnovers on Russell Wilson. You got him down on the ground once. You pressured him 20 times. Your opening script is a three-play drive with a Tyreek Hill 54-yard catch and run touchdown. You force a punt, a three and out on the next possession. You go down the field and score. All the things about playing complimentary football, they're all relevant for this football game. This is what a complete team performance looks like. And you can look back at this, this performance and still feel like there, there's meat on the bone. Defensively, you only sacked them once, Russell Wilson. Well, the, the Broncos in the first half, they moved the ball pretty effectively at times through the air. And yet Miami went in 35-13 to 13 at halftime. They buckled down in the red zone and forced a kick late in half. And this Dolphins team, with this win, tells me that it's a different team. We've had 3-0 starts before, like last year. But you ain't run the ball like this. 350 yards? And you kneeled down. You had a chance to kick a field goal at the end of, of, of regulation that would have set an NFL single-season record for points in a game, and you turned it down. 
Chris Brooks breaks off a 50, 50 yard run and you could have gone for the single game yardage record and you turned it down. Now, respect for the game, respect for your opponent, all that. That's fine. I don't have any problem with the, the way the Dolphins handled the end of the game. Obviously, you won by 50 points. There's bigger things to talk about. But there's been years in the past where the Dolphins have started well, a couple wins, including last year. And there's still ways that's like, ah, well, can I get all the way in? Is the emotional damage of years past uh, going to weigh, still weigh on my mind? Can I buy in? What's going to go wrong? And maybe you can sit here and still think that if you want to. And there's there's storylines that we're going to have to talk about about the Dolphins and their performance and long-term and the health of Jalen Phillips left the game with an oblique injury and was ruled out. But he was ruled out while the Dolphins were up by like four touchdowns. I have a feeling they weren't going to put him back in the game. Connor Williams left with a groin injury, but he ran off the field on his own and it wasn't didn't appear to be a severe thing. And he was not returning to the game. He had Lee Meikenberg at snaps at center. You had River Craycraft left this game. So, like, there, there's things to focus on. There's questions to ask. But how do you how do you do that right now without paying respect to the performance that this just team just gave you with their season opener? That is a very clear statement that this ain't this ain't your dad's dolphins. If you're younger, I guess. If you if you're Probably a little older than me, your dad's Dolphins. This might be your dad's Dolphins. This might not be same old Dolphins. Because teams don't do this. I don't care that Justin Simmons didn't play. I don't care that Josie Jewell left at one stage of the game. Teams don't do this. This is di this different stuff. To which I asked the question that we started the show with. Why not us? Why can't this football team be the one that realizes its potential to a degree in which we have been waiting for for a very long time? 726 yards of offense. Tua goes 17 to 17 to start the game. Another clean sheet. There was not a single quarterback that was sacked for Miami. And Mike White took snaps. Mike White threw a 60-plus yard touchdown bomb to Robbie Chosen. The Broncos did not sack the Dolphins once. And the Dolphins, they attempted 28 pass attempts. It was, was two a hit more than once. Just an unbelievable. We had Toronto, Toronto Armstead's back. Toronto Armstead played well. Alec Ingold, once again, proving to be a really valuable piece. The Dolphins kicked the Broncos' butt on the edge. And that's one of the things that we talked about on Friday when we talked about what's the pathway to success for the Dolphins and how do they win this football game. Winning on the edge. You had a size advantage on the edge. You had linebackers that were better thumpers downhill. Well, lo and behold, they got on the edge. How about Devon Aitchin? Devon Aitchin, he what did he get, 200 rushing yards in this game? Devon Aitchin finishes 18 for 203 and two touchdowns. Raheem Mostert had four touchdowns. The Dolphins did all this without Jalen Waddle. Now, you're not going to have this kind of offensive success every week. You'll find out a lot about this football team next week when they go to Western New York to play those GD Bills who they themselves opened up a can on the Commanders who Denver played last week and beat. You win that one, though. <laughs> we'll see.
But right now, let's focus on this game. Let's focus on what the Dolphins did at Hard Rock Stadium to open. Reminder, this team's got a bunch more games here to play this season. They were already scheduled to play more games at home than they were on the road. And they played their first two games on the road, and they got a neutral site game. You're going to play a lot of games in this stadium. And the statement that you made today, defense gave up 13 points. Special teams gave up seven. 99-yard touchdown return for Marvin Mims. That, that kid's a player. Made some good plays. But the Broncos looked like they were going to freely move the ball at times in the first half. Defense buckles down. End up only giving up 13 points. There's a lot of good. We're going to talk about some of these record-breaking performances uh, for the Dolphins against the Broncos that happened in Week 3, and that is going to be coming up next here on this episode of Locked On Dolphins. So stick with us. Before we go any further, these days, every potential new hire feels like a high-stakes wager for you and your small business. That's why we would be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why I have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. You can add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your profile to spread the word that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Let me ask you a question. You ever have trouble performing like the Broncos defense? You ever out with your partner and feel like you can't get the job done? It would get worse when there's lots of people around. Is it especially bad with guacamole? I'm talking about weak chips, the kinds that can't handle a hearty scoop of guac. Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips understands the pain of trying to dip with weak tortilla chips. Nobody wants to go soft on the guac. Unlike other chips, Zach's Mighty Tortilla Chips are literally built to dip. They're built the old-fashioned way. They're made the old-fashioned way, which means they're literally cut from actual tortillas, making them both sturdy and delicious. Crisp, corny, organic. These chips will take your tailgate to the next level, and they're now available at Publix in sea salt, lime, and nacho flavors. You can find them in the deli section with the chips. So head on over to Publix, grab a bag of Zach's Mighty, and scoop that guac like the stud that you are. The list of record-breaking performance from the Dolphins. Uh, I I feel like we are probably not going to get the full picture until – uh, Dolphins football communications is able to let the dust settle. <laughs> but here's a few courtesy of ESPN and Marcel Louis Jacques. Uh, the 130 points scored in the first three games of the season for the Miami Dolphins is the second most in a team's first three games in NFL history, two behind the 1968 Dallas Cowboys. The 2013 Denver Broncos uh, scored 127, as did the 1966 Dallas Cowboys. The Dolphins, by 15 points, surpassed the franchise record for points in a game. Uh, They averaged 10.8 yards per play. They're the first team in NFL history to record five passing touchdowns and five rushing touchdowns in the same game. And the second team in NFL history to record more than 700 yards of offense since the Rams did so in 1951. 
I would imagine you have a lot of other additional franchise records that have been staked here. I would imagine Devon A. Chain rookie single game rushing record has fallen with 203 rushes. Um, 350 rushing yards as a team. That's that's more than teams get in games for their entire offense, let alone just rushing the football. From an explosive plays perspective, I would be fascinated. Chris Brooks had a 52-yard run. Devon A. Chain had a 67-yard run. Robbie Chosen had a 68-yard touchdown reception. Tyreek Hill had a 54-yard touchdown reception. Just, just st- stupid numbers of explosive plays. And you did it without Jalen Waddle. Let that sink in for a second. Jalen Waddle didn't play. And we heard in the pregame that Pat Sertan was the second was going to mirror and follow around Tyreek Hill. Tyreek nine for one fifty seven. Tua Tagovailoa finishes the game twenty three of twenty six, so three incompletions for three hundred nine yards and four touchdowns. Mike White two of two sixty seven yards and a, and a score. Robbie Chosen had the sixty eight yard touchdown for for Mike White. Um, and I saw a tweet from Aaron Schatz. Uh, who I have a lot of great, great respect for. He's a great, great football mind. And he made the point to say, you know, the the MVP discussion at the end of the rainbow with Tua Tagovailoa is going to be a fascinating one uh, because at some point uh, you have to ask what the the scheme and the supporting cast and like, okay, I don't agree with it. But the the question that I have to ask is this: When has the raw data that's ever been put out there that puts a player in the MVP conversation ever been quantified with, yeah, but his coaching staff's really good. That's what I don't get. I don't get that. There's no player that's thrown for 4,800 yards that you look at and you say, yeah, but he's got really good receivers. Isn't that the point? Like, that's the point of this whole thing. That's the point of putting together an offense like the Dolphins have right now. Teron Armstead coming back. Kendall Lamb was one of your better offensive linemen. He sat on the bench this week. You, you have Devon Chain, who you invested a draft pick into, Raheem Mostert. Like, you're down Jalen Waddle, who's a roster cornerstone player. Connor Williams goes out with a groin injury in, in the second half, and you still move the ball up and down the field. Like, there's never been a point where Patrick Mahomes had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, and he said, yeah, he's really good, but he's got two like all-pro weapons, and that diminishes. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And obviously, we're three games in. But I couldn't help but think of that as like we're processing this game. Because two has been sacked once in three games. Now, you're going to get tested. You'll have injuries, you'll have adversity, you will have a team that blankets you in the short area and takes takes away your intermediate timing. But Tua, at times in this game, had to sit and work through progressions, and he did a really good job of working through progressions and finding his checkdowns and scanning his eyes across the field and trusting his pocket, and his pocket was good. Don't let that don't don't let anything 
water down the magnitude of this win. Now, and I've already seen a couple of Dolphins uh, tweets. I know Tyreek Hill. I, I saw part of Tua Tagovailoa's post game press conference. I saw Tyreek Hill just just tweeted that he's he's proud of the team, but we're not done yet. You're absolutely not done yet. You're three and zero, right? A lot of ball game left this season. Now we're going to enjoy Victory Monday to the absolute best of our ability. We're going to enjoy this stay at clubbed up for the third consecutive week. We'll watch the film tomorrow, and then we're going to turn our eyes to the Buffalo Bills. And we're going to get ready to play the Bills with a chance to have an exclamation win in Orchard Park against the Bills team. It's had a lot of success against you. This is a statement win. You want to really make a statement? Go to Forno. Go to Forno and have two games at home against the, the New York Giants and the Carolina Panthers before you go to Sunday Night Football and play the Philadelphia Eagles. Getting ahead of myself. Let's talk big picture. We're going to talk big picture next year on this episode of Locked on Dolphins, so stick with us. I trust watching the Dolphins put all those points on the floor probably worked up your appetite a little bit today. And uh, that's why you want to check out DoorDash. Uh, you'll get exactly what you ordered, or they'll make it right so you can sit back and enjoy quality groceries, uh, actual meals, restaurants, you name it. Uh, if you've burnt your last piece of toast or the avocados have gone bad or the hot sauce bottle's empty, if, if you hit the buffalo chicken dip super hard, uh, grocery delivery from DoorDash can help get you everything that you want delivered when you need it right to your door. With easy substitutions right in the app and best-in-class customer support, DoorDash delivers groceries exactly how you want it. Get 50% off your first order at DoorDash, up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Limited time offer and terms apply. That's 50% off. 50% off up to $20 with no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked On NFL. That's code Locked On NFL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. So let's talk big picture. Let's talk what's next. We've kind of alluded to the Bills game. We've kind of alluded to that as you want to take this to the next level. You know, the parallels to the start of last year, I think this team has, with their performances, has certainly surpassed eking out a two-point win at home with a, a butt punt for a safety against the Bills while losing time of possession like 39 to 21 and needing to come back from 21 down in the fourth quarter uh, against the Ravens and an unsexy smothering of the New England Patriots. Well, you had an unsexy smothering in the New England Patriots that was more sexy because you had 400 yards offense. You put up 36 on the Chargers in a shootout win. And sneakily, you look at this team performance for the Dolphins in this game. And uh, the Broncos, this is part of what happens when you um, score every time you touch the ball. <laughs> Jake Bailey punted once. Uh, the Broncos averaged 3.5 yards per rush on 20 rushing attempts. 20 for 69 yards. Still concerned about that run defense? Thought you saw a couple of really nice plays, including a short yardage attempt where Javante Williams got the ball. And both interior defensive linemen, eight double teams, and David Long and Jerome Baker shot gaps, got downhill. I was able to hit the ball carrier in the backfield and, and force a stop. Um, but if you zoom out and you look at everything that the Dolphins did, in the first three weeks, there's some parallels, but I think it is leveled up over what happened last year. And of course, last year you start 3-0. You have a road game against a traditional AFC powerhouse in the Cincinnati Bengals. Chance to make a statement and win the football game. Unfortunately, your quarterback gets hurt. Unfortunately, you lose that football game. You had a chance to take the lead in the final couple minutes. 
in scoring territory, throw an interception, backbreaking score, blows the game open. You lose to the Bengals. You lose your next two, and you look up, and you're three and three. The Dolphins, now three and zero, have a chance to once again go on the road and face a traditional AFC powerhouse over the last few years with a chance to make a statement and declare themselves as here. That's what I'm focused on, big picture wise. The magnitude of this game against Buffalo cannot be understated in the same way that the magnitude of what the Dolphins just did cannot be understated. 70 points. I mean, you you play Madden and you put it on rookie and you take your frustrations out on a game. You hitting these numbers? Probably. But if you're not doing that, how often do you see this? Case in point, you were a field goal away from an NFL record for most points in a game. And they turned it down in the same way that they turned down on the yards record because they, they stopped trying. Eye-opening stuff from this Dolphins team. Not perfect by any means. It never is. And remember, the highs are never as high as they feel and the lows are never as low as they feel. So we're going to get in and watch the tape. And when we watch this, I have a feeling we will probably digest and point to special teams. And we'll point to pass coverage. And we'll probably point to the snaps from the backup center. And we'll look at those areas and we'll look at some of the penalties that the team incurred. Six for 55. And we'll say, yeah, but. But corrections are always easier to make. Coming off a win. And the objective for this team is to continue the theme that they learned last year. Because this team had every bit as much talent last year. Now, they were injured, and they had critical injuries down the stretch, and it contributed to a five-game losing streak that put their postseason status in availability question. But yet a young nucleus of a team. Did you learn from that to not ride the highs and to not ride the lows and to move on to the next one and not be satisfied? Because that's what it takes to be a championship caliber team. I love that the Dolphins came out after two road wins and they didn't get complacent against an inferior football team. With all due respect to the Denver Broncos, that's what they are. And they played like the superior football team. How many times has the Dolphins, as a better team, what you perceive to be a better team, played down to competition? Second half, they did it at times last week. Now the challenge is to use this and appreciate the opportunity of next week and rise to the occasion. That's next. From a conference perspective, it was a good day for the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are the lone undefeated team in the AFC Conference. Alone through three games as the undefeated team in the AFC Conference. The Browns Moved to two and one. The Ravens fell to two and one, uh, losing in overtime to the Indianapolis Colts with Gardner Minshew. The Patriots beat the New York Jets. So both of those teams are now one and two. Uh, the Dolphins have a two and a half game lead on the New England Patriots because they've won a head to head. They have a two game lead on the New York Jets. They have a one game lead on the Buffalo Bills and play that team 
next week. That's your big picture. Enjoy your stay at Club Dub, man. Three weeks in a row. The Dolphins um, really putting in a performance that I, I personally am still having a hard time kind of digesting. We're the Dolphins, man. This kind of stuff doesn't happen to us. But here's the thing. It does now, and it has. To which I asked the same question we started today's show with. Why not us? We'll break down the tape. We'll talk about what we saw and that it will be next here on Locked on Dolphins. So keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins because it is your team every day. I'm Kyle Krabs, host of the show. I appreciate you guys for checking it out. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Enjoy Victory Monday. The Dolphins 3-0 on the season, 70-20 to over the Denver Broncos. Fins up. Make it a good night. Talk to you all again tomorrow.